1: Three o'clock every weekday afternoon, the esteemed mayor, the great Rudy Giuliani, greatest uh, New York politician ever, and uh, just a great American, as Sean Hannity would say. He's on the air every uh, every day at three o'clock. He's become a very good friend of mine, and Bernie, of course, too. And uh, I saw somebody on TV this week while I was hosting this show out of the corner of my eye, and I've been angry about it ever since. This guy's name is Andrew Kurtzman, whoever he is. And uh, he wrote this book. It's entitled Giuliani, The Rise and Tragic Fall of America's Mayor. And then the Washington Post followed up with a story on this book. And their title is How Rudy Giuliani, Once a National Hero, Ruined His Own Reputation. Let me tell Kurtzman and the Washington Post something. He's ruined nothing. And he decent, red-blooded American knows that Rudy Giuliani is every bit the patriot and great American today. He was when he stood on the wreckage down at 9-11 21 years ago and gave every one of us, every New Yorker, a reason to believe things were going to get better. He's the same guy, maybe even better. So I would tell Kurtzman to blow me. Anyway, here he is, folks, the great one himself. Rudy Giuliani, Rudy, I've been so <laughs> angry for. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a you different. Know, you know, if you ever if you ever met with Kurtzman, you would scare him. I Want to? I want to scare him. I want to scare the living daylights out of him because he this talked. This the badly. second
0: book. This is the second book he's written about me, and the first book sold about four copies. <laughs> and uh, my basic response to it for years was because people would pick it up. You know, even when I ran for president, they they pick up everything about it. They say, what do you think of Kershman's book? I said, who? Oh. I never read it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> they would say, is it true or false? They said, I imagine it's mostly false, but, you know, I haven't read it, so I can't tell you. Why would I waste my time reading it? I know the guy's doing a hit job. This one, I mean, this was just silly. Uh, he must have called me and then asked me through about 50 people would I be interviewed by him. I said, "Are you crazy? <laughs> what the hell would I be interviewed by you for? So it's like being interviewed by uh, by the the, uh, the mafia or something." Right. I mean, it kind of rege- I know what you're going to do. You're either going to lie, or you're going to twist things, or you're going to come up with the worst conclusion possible. Now, the Washington Post, I mean, they just hate me because I represented Trump.
1: I think this guy hates you for that too. I mean, because I, 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 he does say at one point you well, he were hated great. Me
0: befo- he hated me before. When did he start the weirdest to hate you? Thing. Yeah. you? You know, I helped him on September 11. He was when we got when we were trapped. Uh, Bernie and I and uh, Denny Young, my my friend who I lost this this year, unfortunately. Sorry. Uh, and um, he, he, we were about thir- about thirty five of us were trapped in a building. Uh, when the first building came down i I was waiting for a call from the the vice president and our building got hit we got trapped governor pataki will tell you that he thought i was dead because some some people saw us going into a building and they they didn't see us come out of that building because we came out ultimately a half hour later through the basement and uh when we came out we came out of the lobby of uh, on 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 i guess it was it was like, like it was it was after the building came down and when you looked outside of the lobby it was complete sm- like smoke and people were getting hit and he was inside and he looked very very scared and we decided we were going to go out we're going to go out we're going get, to get out of the building cuz the building might fall down Bernie and I did so we took our 30 or 40 people and I grabbed the Andrew's arm and I said come with me and I'll, we'll go on. We'll go on television right away. And I, I took him with me. I got, I got it.
1: <laughs> Unbelievable! You well, say he, you, you, he, be, you saved this guy's life. I mean, or at the very least, you I don't helped know if
0: him. I saved his, no, I don't think I saved his life. That building didn't come down. But I mean, I, I sort of gave him. <laughs> Looks to me like I gave him a little courage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and this is how you get repaid. You know, they always say yeah, that, I know, Rudy. I
0: have no idea why why he wrote that that first book either. And uh, literally, all I know about it are if somebody asks me a, a specific thing about it, I'll tell them it's not true. Or, it's, but I have I, I have not comment. I not just don't comment yeah. on his book.
1: You know, uh, let him sell it. Let him sell it on his own. Oh, forget. Who no one's gonna read that garbage. But but it is interesting to me, Rudy, that you know, uh, here you are, a great patriot from from your days as mayor to even uh, serving for Trump the last couple of years. And and you get so much hate. I'm on Twitter. I get a lot of hate, too. I'm not in your league, trust me, but I get a lot of hate. I get death threats. Danielle gets them. It freaks her out. Um, And I have to try to laugh it off, act like it doesn't bother me. And most of the time, it really doesn't. In fact, it fuels me to be even better. But you, with all this stuff that you get, is there a moment in the day where you're like, what the F do these people want from me? I mean, geez. <laughs> you know, you, just, you, you actually said it exactly the right way, Sid.
0: You said it. I don't know if you actually even know exactly what you said, but you yeah. said uh, most of the time it doesn't bother me. Most of the time, and that's true. Most of the time it doesn't bother me. I can't tell you. Every once in a while it bothers me. It does. Every once in a while. I mean, it's even, uh, I'll tell you, uh, even in the street, right? So most of the time, most of the time I get really good reception in the street. I'm not. I don't. I don't spend most of my time being harassed in the street. But when I do, I'm. I'm I've been getting it since I ran for mayor in you know, 2000 in 1919. 19, I guess first time 1989. Wow. So so Th- 33 years that I've been getting that in the street. Okay. You know, forever. So I'm used to it. I just brush it off. I laugh it off. Sometimes I'll say something like if they use a bad word, very nice language or. What a vocabulary! <laughs> <laughs> well, you must regret. You, uh, <laughs> you, you, you obviously were taught by the teachers' union or something right, like right, that. That's funny. <laughs> but every once in a while, I'll like. Every once in a while, I'll, 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 I'll lose my temper, oh, and every once in a while, I'll say, "Yeah, come
1: over here. <laughs> come here. Come, here, come, here. <laughs> have it? come on." I said it to my face. I know, yeah, I know when you... I do you... that, I, I do that, I was coming, out, I remember I was coming out of a party
0: for Miranda Devine's book. I was getting in a in in, in a car, and this guy starts yelling at me.
1: Oh my God, jeez. So
0: yeah, I remember, it was like I... cursing and cursing, I said, come on over here, what <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> ah, <laughs> and uh, and Maria, Maria said to me, what are you, crazy? Right? I said... I've seen you go through these. I mean, she gets angry, and I smile most of the time. Yeah, you you Every be, once in a to. while, you one gets you. I sure, don't know what sure. it may, Maybe the person's face or the way they say it. it does, that guy doesn't get me. Right. He's but you know, but terrific. the
1: thing that would get to you, and by the way, Miranda Devine and I have the same exact publisher. Uh, of course, uh, Post Hill Press, Simon & Schuster. She's a treasure. I love Miranda. But, you know, I, I don't care. Oh, shoot. I love her, too. Oh, uh, she's great. Uh, I don't care, Rudy, if they come at me. That's fine. They're jealous or whatever it is. Maybe they're anti-Summer. I don't know. Uh, But every now and then, and it's very rare but every now and then, they'll take a shot at Danielle, if they even mention, oh, yeah, if they yeah, mention yeah. my yes. kids. So I got to imagine when Andrew was running for governor, oh. if, right? That got you oh, crazy.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, I, I, in fact, you know, he had to calm me down. See, you're not going to help me if you do that. Or, you know, my <laughs> mother used to do that. My mother my mother was, when I was being, my mother was in her 80s. She died in the 90s she used to call the reporter like like uh well she died when he wrote his book but uh she was dead by then but my mother used to call up reporters and you know tell them and correct them <laughs> and they loved it they actually loved it because she, yeah. she was an you know she was an older lady and okay. she was very my mother was very very smart and, and she would wait until they made a mistake so they'd write a column like it had something wrong in it and she'd call them up and say you know, you criticized my son a week ago, and you said this, and it was wrong. And now, you, you just wrote this, and it's factually incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> or she she was an English teacher, so she'd correct them on grammar, too. Oh, that's great. She'd get them really upset. she said, you know, one thing, if you were a really good writer, then we could accept the criticism. Oh, not really aren't a good oh, writer. Oh, that's I don't, great. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great!
1: I tell you, who could use it right now is uh, Eric Adams. This guy butchers the English language like uh, like no one I've ever heard before in my whole life. Every day he has a new word. Yesterday he tried to say handle and he said hand do, and he refuses to <laughs> to, to handle. He's just he's a mess. I do want to ask you about Trump though, quickly before we run here, Rudy. Trump was yeah. on with uh, U Uit yesterday, and he said, yeah. "Listen," he goes. I don't care if they indict me. I think he really means that. I don't care if they do. It's not going to stop me and or slow me down from running in 2024. I've always felt that way. But to hear Trump say it himself yesterday, Rudy, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, No doubt about that. In fact,
0: in fact, if you want to be
1: sure he's going to run, indict him. (laughs) If you want to be
0: sure. No, I mean, I think he's going to run. That's my that's and this is not inside information, you know, uh. I wouldn't wouldn't ask him, are you going to run or not run? When he wants to tell me, he'll tell me. Uh, But I I know him about as well as anybody knows him. And the last three, four months, I would say I'm almost certain he's running. Something would have to go wrong for him not to to run. Uh, You know, I think things – the the fact that it's getting worse and worse and worse. I'm going to tell you something else, and I I mean, I have – People who love him who say, "Oh, we shouldn't go through it again," and you know he's getting older. Let somebody else go through it. People who really care about him, who think you know it is a terrible ordeal. He's the only person who can do it," said. Yep. You know, I I, people say, "Well, what about what about uh, Desantis or who I think is great?" Or what about uh, uh, I think what Abbott did is brilliant. I think this thing about sending – I'm surprised nobody thought about it earlier. So always these ideas that come that happen, you always say, why did somebody think of it earlier, right? It's brilliant by sending them up to New York and Chicago and Washington. And the idea that it's kidnapping, these people if – you, if you are an illegal immigrant and you're sitting in Texas, and I just put in front of you the benefits you're going to get in New York and the benefits you get in Texas, you want to go to New York.
1: Of course. Of
0: course. I mean, it's a rational choice to of go to course. New York. Of
1: course.
0: You get to vote. First of all, you're going to get to vote in New York if that law stays. They passed the a law in New York to allow illegals to vote. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I know it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, you, say, you say to somebody you're going to get more welfare, you're going to get all sorts of benefits, you, uh, you get, you'll have no problems, it's a sanctuary city. They uh, spend you know, spend all their time saying they're welcoming people from all over, no matter what.
1: And by the way, if things go bad for you and you want to devote yourself to a life of crime, we wouldn't even put you in jail in New York. You can do that. Yeah, yeah you pick, pick <laughs> New York, Philadelphia,
0: Chicago. I mean, you, you get a Soros prosecutor. In Texas, they might actually put you in jail. They'll
1: shoot Ooh. you, Rudy. They'll shoot you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
0: Uh, Now, now what happened to some of these people as they were coming up to New York on one bus, they found out about the crime in New York and they wanted to stop off
1: in Baltimore until they told them how much crime there is in Baltimore. Not only Baltimore, some want to go back to the Dominican Republic where they kill people in the streets. I mean, that's how bad it got. It's unbelievable. (laughs) But, But you're right. Trump is the only guy, even at the age of 78, he'd be 78 if and when he wins in 2024, he's the only guy, not Christy Noem, not Tim Scott, not DeSantis, not Abbott. He's the only guy.
0: Yeah. He knows what he's facing. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. The first time he he did a great job for all the, all the interruption that he got and and harassment, but he, but the one thing he didn't do, he really didn't uh, drain the swamp, but he didn't realize how deep the swamp was. Hmm. He really did. not I mean, I think he'd tell you that. I hope he would. I mean, because he, he didn't know how bad it was. That that doesn't mean he didn't say it was bad. He did. So did I. I knew better than he did how bad it was. But I didn't know how bad it was, Does that makes any sense.
1: <laughs> it does make sense. Well, I have to tell you, I, I, I really enjoy uh, – this is now the third consecutive week you've come on this show. And uh, now we're just making it. Every week, Rudy Giuliani, because you're so smart – you really are. You're brilliant. You're you're a great conveyor of words. Oh, thank, you know thank this you city. I love you. You know I.
0: You know I love you guys. You know I love you guys. I can't thank wait you. to. Can't wait
1: till Bernie gets back. Yeah, me too. Me too. I will send them your regards, and we'll do this Could again next please week. Please send
0: them my regards. I will. Tell
1: them I'm praying for him. Okay? I will, of course. And, uh, Father, uh, Father Judge used to
0: say. It's good when I pray because it's so unusual. God listens to me.
1: <laughs> I do <laughs> love Giuliani. that line. Gee, y'all yeah. listen to him. <laughs> I love that line. Hey, uh, have fun at 3 o'clock. You're the best. We'll talk again next I week. Will. All I right. Will. Take okay. care. Love you. There he is, folks. The esteemed mayor himself does a tremendous job at 3 p.m. every weekday on this station. And it's really good here, by the way. Really good here. Rudy Giuliani.